You're listening to EG News, the podcast, the official podcast of the East Greenwich News publication produced by Nova Pro Media. Please visit eastgreenwichnews.com and join our newsletter so you can stay up to date with everything going on in our community. While you're at it, don't forget to hit that subscribe or follow button on this podcast so you can be notified every time we upload a new episode. And as always, don't forget to follow us on your favorite social media platform. And now, here's the show. Hi everyone, it's Elizabeth McNamara from East Greenwich News, and I am here for our first ever interview segment with Kate Glass, our um, assistant editor, and with Robin Call from East Greenwich, but also known very well around the state as Reading with Robin. Hi, Robin. Hi. Hi, I love this first thing. This is a lot of fun. Thank you, Elizabeth and Kate, for having me. Yeah, it is really fun. We are here in Nova Pro Media Studios with Jesse Tolpa behind the behind the controls and and literally behind Robin right now. (laughs) Just really, as you could tell, I'm like, I want to include Jesse. She wants to keep turning around and looking at him. Nope, he's in his sound booth, kind of his (laughs) his faux sound booth, and um, and it's just us talking books today, which is pretty exciting. I would say so. It's one of my favorite topics. (laughs) So I have known Robin now for a few years. I remember we met at Felicia's um, first and we were talking about books. And I was looking back at that story. Um, I think it was 2015 maybe. But you talked about how you were a um, book yenta. Yeah, I know at that time. And I thought, these days being a yenta isn't as surprising in East Greenwich, but back in the day, it was a little bit of anomaly, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. because I, I call myself a book pusher, a book, well, I've been called a book influencer. And I mean that certainly in the most lighthearted and jovial way, Mm -hmm. because, you know, after all, if somebody's going to read, they're going to read. But I love chatting about things that I'm enthusiastic about and reading certainly is right up there. Mm Mm-hmm. And you live here in East Greenwich. We do. We, 20 years. Oh my which gosh. Which is crazy. We, yeah. Yeah. We just celebrated 20 years in, all, in all, early August. Yeah. It is years. funny. Time goes. That. And your kids went to school here. Kids went to school. They're out a long time. I know. You know. Um, I also know. But it doesn't weird. really feel like that inside. You know, mm-hmm. that is true on paper. And if you're doing the math, but it, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like that. And we're very much involved in the community. And mm-hmm. it's been fun to see the change and the things that are the same that we count on and it's just a cozy community so 20 years there yeah you go. Uh, yeah we we have more than 30 <laughs> and it is it is just amazing 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 still meeting new people yes. and you know learning new things but um so you've got a I'm, I'm excited about your event. It just happens that it's at the Odeum, which you've done before. Yes, it but... happens because I planned it there. <laughs> it's the best theater. I mean, yeah. it is so charming. We did an event there to celebrate the 15th anniversary of the show. Mm-hmm. And it's actually 20 years now. Wow. Uh, Reading with Robin started the same year that we moved here. Because why not make things even crazier? Oh, wow. Yeah. And the Odeum has undergone change, as we know. And, you know, different people running. Um, it's the same community feel. And I'm I'm thrilled to be 
bringing the show back here. And they have that new up upstairs space and stuff like that. I mean, are you, you know, what do you think about it? I love I that new upstairs beautiful. space. As a matter of fact, when we were doing our last event there, they were talking about the gentleman who I can't remember his name, gave me a, a tour around. Maybe Kevin, Kevin or Dan. It was Kevin. Kevin. He yeah. came right over. It was real quick. And we, it was all just like creepy and attic yeah. right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That old projectors <laughs> up there, which is still up there. You can yeah. see it. Yeah. They have a concession. St- it's it's real. I thought I was in the city for a second. Yeah, New York City. Um, it was just <laughs> the Great White Way. It was amazing. And uh, as it turns out, for this event, I don't think that will be open because they have the children's summer camp. Oh. And when I decided to do the event here, mm-hmm. they were very kind because they have camp until four thirty four something. And I said, it won't be a problem. We'll just use the stage with whatever set you have. Right. So I can't wait to see oh my what gosh. the stage is. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's as long as we have room for the authors, Ashley Erling for the Roadshow mm-hmm. and I will be interviewing them. I don't care, but I think they're going to have equipment upstairs. So that might be closed upstairs. So what's the name of this show? It's called Biggest Book Club, Smallest State, brought to you by Reading with Robin and The Mm -hmm. Roadshow. That my idea was to have the biggest book club because we are the smallest state. (laughs) So who can argue with that? And so people who attend, are they they going to be able to interact or how how is that going to work? We'll see. Uh, (laughs) This is the first time I've done it this way. And normally, for people who've come to events for so many years, I normally have the authors when the books first come out. So the conversation is usually, typically, talking to the authors about their book and about bookish things or whatever comes up in the panel. Mm -hmm. Because the, the guests have not read the book unless they're reading early copies. This is the first time I've done it in a book club format. So the book came out in May... And because it takes place in Newport, I thought it would be the perfect inaugural title. Setting the bar very high with three New York Times bestselling historical fiction writers on their own and together. It's pretty right? amazing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Right here in EG. Right here. Right here. I know. Right. And back to EG in a sec. But I, I was thinking of something else. But the, this will work similarly in that Ashley and I will be interviewing and chatting And then, for the most part, it will be open up for book club discussion. So we will have index cards. There'll be some sort of um, (laughs) semblance of order because people will ask the same question, you know. So we want it's still a show, and we like to keep the flow going. So we'll have um, index cards. People can write their questions Mm -hmm. when they arrive. We'll collect them. I have volunteers that will be collecting them. Mm -hmm. And I did this for I've done this for other events where you sort of on the fly. You know, you ask people to write legibly, first of all. You're Fingers like crossed. This, right, great question. And it's like, uh, next question. Yeah. So, and then the authors will be there for signing. So guests will get a chance to take pictures, have their books signed, and people can bring their own copies of The Lost Summers of Newport. Mm-hmm. There will also be books for sale and all of it to benefit the Izzy Foundation. And people with um, more of a desire to talk with the authors individually, you have a pre-event, is that right? We do, right across the street at County Seat Restaurant, which um, they were great too because they're right across the street. Where and that's a brand new Grill restaurant. Onion used to be. Yep, yeah. They opened. We were the first deposit. In fact, <laughs> Rich Barbada, who's the general manager and is wonderful, 
we spoke, I tracked him down as I have done before in the past. And he was like, who is this person? And went over and met with him. And he said, you know, we're opening June 23rd, I think. I said, this was right before that. And said, you know, you can we count on this for August? I was like, can we count on you to be open? I'm like, right. yeah, you can count on us, August 24th. So we gave him a deposit, and we've got the VIP right across the street. That's People awesome. can mix and mingle with the authors. Yeah, that's where the bulk of the fundraiser is for mm-hmm. the Izzy Foundation and in that pre-event. Tell us a bit about the Izzy Foundation. Now, have you met them or no? I, I don't know if I have. Okay, I wasn't sure if, because um, they do so many events all around the state. And I've been in touch with the executive director, Carla Mulhern, mm-hmm. and Debbie Thompson. Sorry, Debbie, I don't remember. What, maybe it's events. They're lovely. And we met at Main Street Coffee. Mm-hmm. We were keeping this all very East Greenwich, took pictures, walked mm-hmm. over to the Odeum. They will have a lot of information about Izzy Foundation. They help families who have children undergoing um, difficult illness. The, mm-hmm. Izzy was mm-hmm. a sweet, adorable little girl who died of cancer at a young age. The specifics go to izzyfoundation.org right. because I do not want to mangle that. It's so impressive what they've done. And oh, I've good. done things with them through donating books for their raffles. They do mm-hmm. many events. So th- I was aware of the Izzy Foundation, but I had posted on Facebook, as we do, you know, for organizations that would like to be involved with this. And people posted their favorite organizations. And I selected the Izzy Foundation. I was familiar with them and its children. And they have the Izzy room at, at Hasbro Children's yeah, Hospital. Yeah, I've and seen that room. It's a lovely space. Unbelievable really nice space. work. They're so organized and yeah. they do such very specific good work. And um, we'll be doing more with them. I'm really, this was, this was a really great connection to a, good a meaningful, yeah, great collaboration, meaningful connection to people who do what their uh, mission says that they're doing. So, um, the Lost Summers of Newport, again, the three authors, that's, I mean, isn't it pretty? Uh, it's a gorgeous looking book, and, <laughs> and it, it is, I mean, it's so perfect for summer. For Rhode Island, it's hard to believe, but you know, I so know. it's super cool that they wrote it about Newport. Yes, um, and that it was three authors. I, I, I don't know how they did that. Well, I guess you you're going to find out. Event, <laughs> and these authors, I can tell you, I've known all of them for a long time separately, and they're a lot of fun. And they will definitely spill secrets. They've said it will be correlated to the number of cocktails they have at County Seat Restaurant <laughs> head of the event, and they. Right, as I was saying, individually, they're all well-established New York Times best-selling authors. I've hosted Beatrice in Rhode Island several times. Karen White, I hosted an event in New York. And Lauren Willig, I met at this time. She has a brand new, huge, I I don't know when they write. uh, Well, I do know, but it's amazing. A a new historical fiction coming out in December or January. Um, And she's also an attorney and... She might even be a PhD. Sorry, Lauren, I forget all your letters. But it's... (laughs) It is, um, they absolutely will be spilling secrets and they're all now doing their own work on their own books. So as they said, to bring Karen north of the Mason-Dixon line while she's deep into her next book is a big Mm -hmm. deal. So this is the first time the three of them will be together since June. I know that doesn't sound like a big deal, but they're very busy. So is this their first collaboration? Fourth. They're fourth. It's their fourth. And so... I think one their original title I forget the publisher it was with so I don't think that one will be available but the previous the other two 
oh, here they are, the glass ocean, and all the ways we said goodbye because we're doing a giveaway um, oh, with nice. these books. Yeah, so these will be for sale that night as well. This is, the, and they are working on number five. I think wow. that comes out winter of twenty four. They write, you know, everybody writes way ahead, of course, and it's a process. But they will definitely be spilling secrets. I can guarantee. All right. Well, that sounds really, really fun. So that's on the 24th and tickets. Tickets. Um, I guess the best thing is to go to my website, robincall.com. Mm-hmm. I know you'll post it with this also. Mm-hmm. And we have a whole bunch of um, fun stuff we've done with the Roadshow and the Journal and Rhode Island Monthly. We've been very busy promoting this. It's, you know, for the Izzy Foundation. And it's been a summer of reading everywhere I go, because I bring this book everywhere I go, people recognize (laughs) it. And they're like, oh, that, I just read that. And and then when I say there's an event, you know, just when you think everyone in Rhode Island knows something, you find more people. So they can get tickets, there are group sales. Um, Mm -hmm. So if your book club or your friends or your neighbors or random people who want to buy tickets together, we can do a, a group discount. And thank you for asking about the VIP also, Kate. There are, I think, 12 tickets left for that. Oh, wow. That yeah. sounds fun. That is Yeah, sad. it will, it does it sound will fun. be fun. Yeah, there's a drink. It comes with a drink, I should say, food. Um, so um, heavy apps, a dessert, and a tote bag courtesy of Curiosity and Company, the wonderful bookstore in Jamestown. Oh, they're, spo- they're sponsoring the VIP, Liz Newton and Seth Goldenberg. I don't think I've ever been to that, you Jane. Must, that bookstore, that's must terrible. Must go. It's, well, it's not terrible because... Well, it's a little terrible. It's terrible. No, it's I haven't been there. It is terrible. <laughs> you know what? It's very new. It's very new. Mm-hmm. And it's 20 minutes from here, right? Yeah. You just hop on that road that goes to the bridge. Is that 138? I don't know. You go yes, towards Jamestown. Yes, you head yes. there and you get off the exit and it's boom, <laughs> boom right there. And they have a fabulous pop-up menu. Um, the women who own the bakery next door use um curiosity and company was a restaurant i forget the one it was something right it's rhode island and i think thursdays through sundays they do this pop-up thing there they have a bar in there so it's a wine bar also it is fabulous and we'll be hosting events there so you look like you can't wait to hop in the car i do i want to go down there and check it out and then i want someone to do the same thing right here in east greenwich absolutely well please don't get me started alice's cake for his promotion Oh, it's no delicious. Wait, and it's the coming? ladies who own the bakery are fantastic. Wait, oh. wait, what was that? I heard bakery. The bakery next to the bookstore. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. oh, I thought you meant we were getting another bakery here. No, now no, I'm thinking I of know, all the places I, I miss. Remember some of those? I, I wish know. we had a bar. I think East Greenwich could absolutely support that. I mean, it was a try years ago. Yeah, there was a try with Symposium, yeah. and then they moved up to... Yes. near Panera, Panera and, now, is, and then now they're localized in Providence Night. The Providence store that. is great. The Providence, yes. did, I just think it felt, there There were reasons. Yeah. Um, and more secrets. Added, so. more yeah, there's secrets. secrets. No. <laughs> but I think absolutely could. Yeah, yeah the bakery is fabulous, Kate. You know, and maybe a combo kind of that kind of cafe with bookstore, which I know, you know, Certainly, even Barnes and Noble has done that, but it makes sense, especially oh, it's, here it's in Rhode Island, East Greenwich on Main Street. There are more readers oh, well. per capita in East Greenwich than any of the other 39 cities and states. Wait a minute. How do you know this? I just made it up. It's Rhode oh. Island. Ah. <laughs> 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 Sounds right. It's not. I believe. I believe. I believe. It's very possible. <laughs> Jesse's getting a kick out of that. Yeah. I mean, why not? <laughs> 
Why not? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? There's going to be a big right. news story that Robin said a boo-boo. R- R- Robin, Robin exaggerated. Oh, you my know, gosh. There are the most book clubs, though, per capita, I think. I wrote that article. I you think that did? was true. Really? I, I'm not really a journalist, Elizabeth. <laughs> You just play one on the radio occasionally. Even that, I don't know. It's it's close. But, I mean, you can tell there's just this passion and enthusiasm. And I really do believe that it's a great idea to have a bookstore. But well, don't actually, ask me. you are slightly going to become a journalist soon. Oh, that's right. That's I, right. Did I just well, lose my gig? No, not at all. You didn't. We're excited because about it. I'm excited, too. Yeah, Thank so, you. Good segue. Yeah, that absolutely. was smooth. Yeah. Go for it, Kate. Tell, tell everybody what we're doing. We have been working with Robin behind the scenes, and she will be joining the EG News kind of guest column. Yes. Monthly readership. And it will be true. Reading with Robin is going to be, what did we say it was going to be called? Robin Recommends? Sure. Something along those lines. Robin Rex wrecked. Robin's wrecked. (laughs) So in lieu of book summaries, more of what you should be reading in a couple different genres. Tell us more about that. Yeah. So I think that when you and I were talking, I expressed my desire to not have it be like, you know, an English paper, right? And you said, no, we don't want that. And I really think for me, when I want to read a book or I want to hear somebody's recommendation, I see that enthusiasm. Maybe it's the person who's telling me and I know that I like their taste or they're telling me why I would like it. I more want to hear why I'd like it than what it's about. Because you can, let's say, you know, face it. Right. I'm glad you right. didn't ask me, what's right. the lost summers of Newport about? You could read that, you know? Yes. And I, in fact, never read the jacket cover. You never do. Never. Never. Huh. never. Just... Even before I did this, I never did. I would see a book or I would know the author. I would a lot of times go by the blurbs on the back. But now that I know how that works, I don't really put too much stock in that. How either. does that work? People oh, are... uh, people know each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you agents. a blurb if you give me a blurb. Yeah, they have the same agents, blurb, same blurb. editors. I think it's very different than when... Things are different all over with everything, but I mm-hmm. think the way this works is very different, not to blow the curtain off of the great and mighty Oz. But, but yeah. It, but it, yeah. But, you know, you sort of get a sense of like-minded writing. So people who know what I like and people who will learn to know what I like may come to me for recommendations, whether it's children's books, YA titles, mm-hmm. nonfiction, mm-hmm. memoir, which is nonfiction, but creative nonfiction, and of course, fiction. So I'll try and include a little of something and probably authors, Kate, that I'm hosting on Instagram so that we can tie it together. We do giveaways and people have an opportunity to meet the author, at least on camera. That's so you do, you do um, Instagram interviews? I do. I have been doing them Tuesdays, Thursdays throughout the pandemic. At one point I was doing them five days a week. Oh my gosh. And then I think seven and then like 10 days a week. (laughs) (laughs) And then you exploded. (laughs) Exactly. It was great, but you know, there was a time to do that and it was a way to get attention to books that weren't, you know, book authors were not going on book tour. And I had tweeted on March 10th of 2020, if you have a book coming out and you want some exposure, send me a message. How and many messages was, did you oh, get? Oh, it was crazy. The New York Times did a piece on just this, this what was happening, but they, I did get a quote, I, which was very exciting that to get a message exciting. that the New York Times was calling. Yeah, it was really exciting. And so we kept a lot of that going, made a lot of online um, content. And then um, because I have a few other new projects starting beginning in September, it will be Thursdays, three to four only, mm-hmm. unless there's a mm-hmm. special mm-hmm somebody that I want to have on, but I try and keep it consistent. And, uh, it's 
Tuesday is the day books come out. It's pub day. And there's a lot of noise on that Tuesday. So I've decided to, to move to just Thursday. For now, we'll see. That makes sense. What kind of books are you interested in, Kate? What do you think, what, what do you think we're going to be hearing about? Well, when I first found Robin, I was so glad to start to get my head out of the sand, raising young (laughs) kids. And I've always considered myself a reader, but sadly, Robin asked me what I was reading. And I've had the same book on my desk and it travels to my nightstand (laughs) and then it gets in my bag sometimes. And the number of times that it gets opened is fewer than I'd like. Um, I'm reading mm-hmm. a book. Um, it's just a, a memoir by a former ambassador to the Ukraine. Oh, that's right. You were telling me that you I'm went still to school with, it. right? Yeah. Ah. So, yes, yeah, she went to my high school. <laughs> right, in, to your high school. Oh, my gosh. But, um, you know what? I read very little when my children were small. Very little. I was a kid that was who was a reader. You know, in school you read mm-hmm. for school and maybe a little bit of pleasure on a vacation. But I didn't really read, read like I used to until my kids were way older. Mm-hmm. So... And plus, I don't believe in book shaming people. Like people, I just, well, it's just a question like, oh, what are you reading? Um, and, and usually there's an answer where I get very excited and then there's a whole conversation. And I get into that with people wherever I go. It is really amazing the places that you wind up chatting with people. Yeah. If you introduce the subject, it is. Just, oh, absolutely. And I love know. to have my kids see me with a physical book yes. in my hand. They know I listen to podcasts. They know I listen to audiobooks. But still, that paper in hand, I think, is so important. So Modeling, I'm willing to reading. carry it around, even yes. if I'm not yeah, opening it every day. Yeah, you just do that. I sometimes just carry a book. Because I know. <laughs> it's feel good. I have she looks purpose. smarter, too. You do look smarter. Yeah, Glasses, a book, it's all there. But <laughs> modeling by your children seeing you read is, mm-hmm. is an important thing. So... Yay, Kate. And what, about, what do you think about audiobooks? I think they're wonderful. They're not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I like to hold a book. I also never say never, ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can see. I, I like that. Yeah, because that's what I said. And, you know, we have a dog. So you <laughs> just never say never. Just <laughs> it's very hard to do that and, and follow through. I know that people who travel um, mm-hmm. or in the car or whatever, it's, it's wonderful. People tell me they listen while they're doing anything else. When I'm immersed in a story, I need to be, I don't think I could really do anything else and really pay attention to the story. It's a great way sometimes to nod off, which is great if that's what you want to do. I did take up knitting a few years ago and Ann Hood told me I must listen to audiobooks if I want to knit. And she's right, Yeah, but I do one or the other. But I I think uh, people have their favorite um, their favorite um, actors who do yeah, them, and I've are. had audio read. I've had readers on my show, actors who have done them their own um, their own work, or I've watched authors do their own audio. I was in studio when Adriana Trigiani read. I think it was I don't remember which one Shoemaker's Wife maybe, and she mm-hmm. we were in studio in New York, and she was you know, doing that, and I've seen people do their own memoir, yeah, which yeah. Um, can be just like it's watching a performance. I, I do remember when my son, our youngest, um, had health health issues early on, and I was going up and back to the hospital, and I got into getting books at that point out of the library. He's 25 now, sure. so there were no phone, you know, smartphones and stuff, but um, I'd, get, I'd get a Dickens book. I mean, uh, I think I even listened to, like, David Copperfield, one of those wonderful. that are, you know, just wildly long, and, you know, it, you you would get a pack of tape, cassette tape. She'd put one in and um, it would take me to a completely different place, which I really, really needed and welcomed at that point, you know, and the accents were 
extraordinary. One person doing all these different accents, and you know, it's these British trained actors or whatever, but. Uh, it's a know, performance. It was really, yeah, it was quite, quite fun. It got me through a lot of long car or car rides up and back, and just like a, a, taking a little, a little trip yeah. out of my, out, out of, of my your, little life, out of your space. Yeah, you got to the place right though, right? Because yeah. like you could get so lost in it. And you're well, like, that's where your am I? I, I? I'm in Boston right. now. No. <laughs> Where am no, I? that didn't that didn't happen, luckily. But, but reading does take you away. So mm-hmm. whether you're reading it on an e-reader, holding a book in your hands, listening to it, being read to, all of those things, it's all you know. That storytelling is so soothing, and it's uh, just a way to jump into another world. And I, I love it. However, I have seen debates online, as people will do, that if it's a you're listening, you didn't read it, or people say they've read this many books and no. it's audio, and people. People get really attached to the outcome of how many people are reading a book. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. like anything. Yeah, I, I have wondered about that, but then I think back to before we had the printed word. People were storytellers, yes. and that's how that's how histories were told. So I've tried to be open about it, and I do. I do like yeah, the audio. I absolutely, mean, whatever. We're doing this podcast now. I do like the audio. Yes, right. Imagine thing. if we didn't like audio. I know. <laughs> be a problem. I, I agree. And I had an author on just the other day and I, I can't think right now of the book, but she was talking about, oh, it was um, Zoe Zivak and it's Mademoiselle Revolution. And she was talking about having the audio reader be able to have, speak French well and have a great accent. Mm. And so if there are words that, you know, depending on the story, yeah. that's very important. And that's how she chose the narrator of, the, of uh, Mademoiselle Revolution. Hmm. Fabulous book, by the way. Fabulous book. I don't know it. Okay. It's brand new. She's a debut novelist, and it is going to be everywhere. I love a debut. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited about our new column because, you know, I'm always interested in good books, but I have a feeling my, my list of recommendations is going to get <laughs> oh, the really, TBR. really long. The oh, yeah. T- <laughs> I will keep you busy. I will, I will keep you reading. I am thrilled about that. So thank you, Kate. Yeah, Absolutely. we were going back we're and forth and it's it. like, boom, yeah. When's my assignment due? Yeah, I good question. Lie on my deadline always. I think you start next month. Is I that do. right? Oh yeah, for September. Right, right. September. so you'll tell me when yeah. you want. School okay. starts. Robin gets to work. That's right. Back so you're not to working school. enough already. I- that's right. Get get mush. This we is, need you. This is so top of mind. I'm thrilled to you be able to do it. You do have actually a back to school event coming up. Um, I, I might. You might. I'm thinking about okay. it. There's an author that I want to bring in, and I I'm. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Okay. Follow stay me. Tuned. Follow me. Stay tuned. Meanwhile, if you'd like to get a. Um, ticket for the Lost Summers of Newport book group, book club, the event. Wait, yeah. event at the Odium on August 24th. There are still some available, so check out robincall.com. Yeah, or find me on Instagram, Robin yeah. Call Inc., or Facebook, or, you know, it's Rhode Island. Just come find me. That's what I say. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much. And thank um, you. Kate, it was fun to have you. We're going to have you back. And um, Jesse, as always, thank you so much for being the, the guy behind the controls. Thanks. Thank Thanks, you. guys. Thank you. You've been listening to the EG News Podcast, the official podcast of the East Greenwich News publication. If you haven't already, head on over to eastgreenwichnews.com and sign up for our newsletter so you can be notified of everything that's going on in our community. And also, hit that follow or subscribe button so that
so that you can be notified every time we upload a new episode. 